Hello, welcome to the Betcha Sub Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sub Podcast is the news explained to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Yes, we read <laughs> the news so you don't have to. Yeah. And right now we are here on a Saturday. It's Saturday. We're at the office. Yeah, it's... This is what the state of U.S. politics is doing to us. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't our idea to hold the vote for the Supreme Court yeah. nominee on a Saturday. <laughs> also, it's supposed to be a three-day weekend. Right. Although, uh-huh. now it's like not a weekend at all. It's yeah. just fucking ruined. <laughs> okay. So, the reason we're here bringing you this early special episode mm-hmm. is because right now, they're about to vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh and we wanted there to be an episode out to soothe you guys immediately or yeah and just to talk about it I don't know how soothing it'll be (laughs) well I think that honestly like hearing other when I listen to other podcasts like like pod save America or whatever and they are like so mad it makes me feel a little better yeah I mean I guess so I guess it is nice to be like know that you're not alone in your anger Right. It, it's a, no, it's true. Yeah, it's you true. feel like legitimized by like, be like, is it okay for me to be this angry right now? It's like, okay, yes, it is. Yes, everyone else is this angry. Yeah. And just a, just one more moment of business. Um, on Monday, instead of the regular news episode, there will be a special episode with um, a friend of ours from Crush the Midterms talking more about activism and just, you know, getting getting more anger out. <laughs> yeah. What, how far away are the midterms now? Like 30 something days? 30 so days? Soon. Very, like, too I soon. Think it's like, yeah, oh, a month from days. today. Yeah, wow. a month from today's right. six. Today, today's the six. Yeah. Okay. Because yesterday, a Star is Born came out, and that was October fifth. <laughs> it's going to be a it's going to be a national holiday. That, that, Brian's yeah, world. that is how I mark my calendar year now. Yes, it starts and ends with the release of a Star is Born. Yes, and also the reason that we're recording this like thirty minutes before the vote is because I have tickets to go see a Star is Born. <laughs> <laughs> so there are some nice things going on, but yes. right now. We're mad as hell. Yes. Okay. So let's give you a recap of what went on to lead up to this vote and this fight ending against Brett Kavanaugh. Um, so the FBI investigation that Jeff Flake um, demanded, quote unquote, turned out mm-hmm. to be a total sham. Yeah. It was supposed to last a week. It didn't even, it probably mm-hmm. it lasted barely five days. Um, they did, they spoke to nine people only and two, yeah. and, and none of those people were. Christine Blasey Ford or Brett Kavanaugh. Yep. Um, apparently there were a ton of tips that people um, submitted mm-hmm. who said, look, I have a story to tell you. I can come forward. Yeah. They did not speak to them. They did not allow them to come forward. They would not speak to any of Debbie Ramirez's corroborators. They made people who had information submit a tip through the FBI.gov website, which is not an effective way of going through things. <laughs> yeah. Um, because those witnesses were never contacted. It was like, and also there are so many things that they, they could have investigated more that they didn't like there's that date on the calendar where that kind of corroborates Christine Blasey Ford's statements about like that party happening that night on a Thursday. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Talking about? And then also there's Where PJ and squee and yeah. all those assholes were like there. The people that she said were there were on the calendar and, yeah, like what? What? It's really frustrating. Well, okay. Apparently, they so she they wouldn't speak to her, but her lawyers kept calling and being like, "You're looking at the wrong night. Yeah, we think it was this night. Yeah, can you please look into this night?" But they kept looking at some other night mm-hmm. to basically say that there was nothing. And then they only let then they released the FBI investigation, and like you guys said on the last podcast, they only let each senator look at it for like two seconds. Yeah. 
it's like not a real process it feels like and also there was those um the new yorker article where kavanaugh talked to uh people from yale about disputing ramirez's allegations before her new yorker article even came out and he so he lied under oath basically saying he didn't know about it when we have the proof that he did he's lied under oath like so many times i'm not gonna give a number so that i don't like libel him yeah. and he doesn't come after me <laughs> but like slander him whatever yeah um yeah i mean he he has lied under oath many times there are so many reasons why this man should not be on the Mm -hmm. supreme court and they're not just because of some alleged assault allegations regardless of whether or not they're true that happened when he was a teenager yeah um i know so that's kind of like what lisa murkowski's justification was so i guess we can get into these yeah, so let's talk about who voted for what and, you know, just generally what they were. Um, so the four swing, quote unquote, votes in the Senate, um, I heard Bill Maher call them the Handbringers Caucus, which I thought was like <laughs> so appropriate, um, were Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Democrat. Yes, Democrat. Lisa Murkowski is a Republican. Susan Collins, Republican from Maine. And um, Jeff Blake, Republican of Arizona, who is not up for real, yeah, who people, is retiring. Yeah, people were also looking at Heidi Heidkamp and um, Joe Donnelly. Yes. Um, but they both said that they would vote no. Yeah, which is, here's what's a little bit infuriating about Joe Manchin. Heidi Heidkamp is losing her race mm-hmm. up for re-election. She might not get reelected. Joe Manchin is winning his race. Yeah. And he still voted yeah. for Kavanaugh. So I don't know what the fuck he's thinking might have something to do with his old white male status. Yeah. I mean, West Virginia is a super conservative tr- pro-Trump state. So if there were like, I think, I feel like if more people, like it would have been 50-50 if he didn't vote and then Mike Pence, would, if he voted no, and then Mike Pence would have split the tie. But still. Well, and he also didn't release a statement until after Collins had said something. So he was basically just like riding her coattails because he was too scared to do it before she said anything, which makes sense because he's like, I'm not going to screw myself over yeah. just so for, so Mike Pence can break the tie. Yeah. And then like, I look really bad. Really? The, the problem individuals were Jeff Flake and Susan Collins. Yeah. Okay. Apparently. So Lisa Murkowski, apparently I read somewhere on, I think it was like a local Alaska outlet that mm-hmm. she actually has like a me too mo- moment of her own mm-hmm. that she isn't ready to like speak about. Yeah. So I imagine that played some role in her decision. And also she's, her office said that call volume was higher for this than it was for healthcare. Oh really? So good job, everyone calling yeah. your senators. You, it really does make a difference. Um, she said sometimes, <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes when she was giving her statement on the Senate floor, she said um, that although she said, Mr. Kavanaugh was a good man. She was not, he was not the right person for the court at this time. And his appearance of impropriety has become unavoidable. Yes. I mean, he's inappropriate for the court also because of his behavior. Yeah. I mean, so he wrote, I mean, just to talk about this op-ed that he wrote, just Mm -hmm. to touch on that really fast. So he wrote an op-ed on like, I think it was Thursday night to basically, in my opinion, he was trying to give himself like a le- like legitimacy. Like he basically he didn't say sorry in the mm-hmm. op-ed, but he said he regrets his tone in yeah. the hearings. He was like, "I was there as a husband, a father, and a son." It's like, no, you were there as a nominee. I'm as a nominee for the fucking Supreme Court. Right, right. <laughs> like, what about Christine Blasey Ford, who yeah. is not in politics? Yeah, who was also attacked, mm-hmm. and you all just 
proved that you don't give a fuck about her yeah. or any other victim. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, you, well, you have to prove it. It's like, first of all, this is not a court of law. This yeah. is a job interview. Mm-hmm. Second of all, how do you expect to prove it beyond what proof you have? Beyond the fact that she's been saying for six years that Brett Kavanaugh assaulted her. Yeah. Before he was, there was ever any stakes into, in, to, in terms of naming him. Yeah. What other, the woman became like a trauma therapist or not a therapist, but a professor of psychology Mm -hmm. pretty much because this happened to her. Mm -hmm. And the way she's able to describe the situation is so honestly, they're like, Trump made fun of her for not remembering, but like she remembers a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She has very specific memories from the fact that they turned up the music right before that. There was no music playing in other places in the house. The laughter, right? The laughter Mm -hmm. that makes sense that it would stick Mm -hmm. out. And you know, something interesting. Why did Mark judge like jump on the bed? Like, was he trying to stop Kavanaugh from, I don't know. I mean, doing kids are weird. Kids are weird. Um, I, maybe he like, cause like she said that they made eye contact a couple times and right. he thought that she, he, she thought that he might stop it. Right. Just to, just to recap how like legitimately legitimate her memories seem, mm-hmm. but they, again, they don't care. They don't give a shit. And I'm um, sure that his judicial <clears throat> decisions will reflect that. Yeah. And he was like basically trying to say like he wasn't as partisan as he came across in his op-ed too. Right. He literally named the Clinton. Yeah, I know. He, was he said to this was that. a conspiracy against the Clintons, against him or something. What do the Clintons have to do with this? I don't know. Maybe he's like thinking about the fact that he was part of the impeachment trial for Bill Clinton. Right. But like, again, but still partisan, partisan. partisan. Yeah. He worked in the George W. Bush White yeah. House. That's look fine. Fine. He worked in the White House, but like it's. Well, and apparently yeah. Bush had been calling Senator Collins like every day for the past week or something to get him on. Yeah. To get, yeah. To get her on to like try and sway her vote. Well, you know, what's, you know, what's sad. So he's still an asshole. Yeah, he is. Okay. Just when I thought I liked him for like two minutes, I did, I hadn't heard that. Um, apparently all these like assault survivors went to go meet with Susan Collins, mm-hmm. but I guess George Bush's call matters more. Yeah. You know, right. Because ultimately for them, it just comes down to like, how do we get Roe overturned? Well, it's also, it's like, because the president is who he is, he's Trump and he's terrible. We forget we, because they're standing next to him, like Susan Collins and like Lindsey Graham, we think they're not as bad or terrible as they are because just in comparison, they're not like a crazy Twitter asshole, like, like outwardly racist xenophobe, but they're still fucking bad people. (laughs) They still don't care. And in some ways they're worse. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Flake and Susan Collins couched this whole thing in like, oh, we investigate it. Yeah. Like we, we checked up on things. We, we wanted to go through the process. Yeah. But the process that they put forth was a complete sham. Yeah. And it's just, they, yeah, they, they want, the only difference is that he lets his freak flag fly yeah. and like says the asshole thing and yeah. is out there about it. But they have to like hide behind like their fancy words mm-hmm. and their legitimate speech mm-hmm. and their process that, you know, we have to go through and saying like, you know, I'm troubled by yeah. these comments. I'm concerned about the way the Kavanaugh acted. But then ultimately when the rubber hits the road, yeah. you don't do anything about it. And so it looks like it'll be 51 to 49. They're about to, they're going to vote in the next like 
10 minutes. Yeah. Um, we're, we're watching it on mute right now. Yeah. And so everyone's basically voting up along party lines except for Joe Manchin. So with that, it'll be 51. And then Lisa Murkowski voting with the Democrats, it'll be 49. I had seen that because, you know, so Lisa Murkowski won her Senate seat on a write-in campaign. And she is kind of an, in, she's basically an independent. So, it's really crazy that someone could be a senator and a writing. I know it's pretty kind of it's pretty amazing right. the amount of grassroots like effort that must have take taken. Um, so people are kind of saying that maybe she will start caucusing with the the Democrats. You think? Yeah, I read that somewhere because she's like she's hasn't really been like in all of these votes. She's been voting with the Democrats, like right. the Affordable Care Act. Um this you know i don't what she i wonder what she did for tax cuts i think she voted for them um i we, we can check on that yeah um i mean i think that she is she seems like a more like a measured person yeah or at least for like actually is measured like she didn't like okay susan collins this whole week she like you know she'll make a statement any chance she gets yes like, like she loves susan collins i would say is the biggest attention whore in congress yes i can't think of a bigger one I mean, she's basically just like leading everyone on. Like, you know what I mean? It's, and I'm be like, just, it's like, stay tuned for next week on the Susan Collins. Will I overturn Rover's Wade or not? Yeah, right. It's the Susan Collins. Will I, I won't they tour? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, like, why are you always just stringing us along? Like you, like, and after her speech, it, it seemed pretty evident that she was going to vote to confirm him. And she knew it for a while. Yeah, like, I know. I was like, why did you why did you lead us all on thinking that you might not do it? She it's and she's the reason for it. I don't yeah. think that I don't think that any of the rest of them would have like been on this fence if yeah. she wasn't on the fence. If yeah. she wasn't like leading the fence. Like I think she I think she likes being in this position honestly. Like it get, it like gets her off to yeah. be like to be like have cameras following her every time she walks out of her stupid fucking office. Yeah. Oh, here I am walking to the chamber. Here yeah. I am walking in the bathroom. Ask me. Ask me what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to tell you I don't know. <laughs> She is like one of those people that goes to the bathroom every 15 minutes just so she can like get up and walk around and talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, I changed my outfit. Want to see you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she. Okay. Want to talk about her speech? Yeah. So she had like a 40 minute speech on the Senate floor. Yes. And the, someone who loves to know, doesn't love to hear themselves talk, talks yeah. for 40 minutes. And basically from the get go, it was like, oh, it sounds like she's going to vote for him. Um, she also like, she said that she like believed Blasey Ford, but she didn't find them all corroborated. So you don't believe her. Like right. you just contradicted yourself in like the same breath. Cause they know that it would look so bad for them to be like, I don't believe her. Yeah. So they have to be like, yeah, I believe her just like believing and, is not believing. And her like talking about the me too movement in it just pisses me off. It's oh. like you like gender traitor. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you can't say that all that shit in the same breath, you know, like it is, it is kind of disgusting when you like really think about it. Well, this is a woman who spent a week begging people to follow her around yeah. to, to lobby her. Yeah. She just wants attention. She just wants attention. She wants to seem important. And she's just like, I, <sighs> I was actually reading her Wikipedia page yesterday uh -huh. because I wanted to like understand like what this was like before she was making the announcement. Like she's like, Oh, I'm going to announce at three. She's just like Trump. I will be yes. releasing the big news at I, yeah. 8 p.m. tonight. It's, it's like, 
it's it's like the wait and see game. It's yeah, like, like you said. And she said, we will be ill served in the long run if we abandon the presumption of innocence and fairness. This is not a trial. Yeah. This is a job interview. Mm-hmm. If someone came to us and said, oh, this guy or woman, anyone you're about to hire, um, like we have some some things that, you know, they might not have they might not have had the most honest past. They might yeah. have done something in the past. And it wasn't 100 percent sure, but there was like some evidence yeah. and like some convincing evidence. It wouldn't even be a question. No, we would not hire them because this is not because I'm not a judge. I'm yeah. not a jury. I'm an employer. Yeah. The Senate is in basically employing the Supreme Court. Yes, it's crazy. Um, and I, it's like so the man who lost three million votes gets to appoint someone that the majority of Americans do not want on the trial. So like, Oh, I have the numbers. Hold on real quick. So it's something like, because the senators who represent the states that are voting, no have more people in it than the senators who are voting. Yes, of course. And so it's That's like, how it's been for so long. There's it's clearly like it seems like something is broken. So here are the numbers. The 49th, like it. the 49 senators who voted no on Kavanaugh represent 181.8 million Americans. And the 51 senators who voted yes represent 143.2. That's a fucking 40. Is that math? 40 million dollars, yeah. 40 million person like difference. That doesn't sound like democracy. No, I mean, we're not, we're not in a democracy. We're in a representative Republic. Yeah. I guess that is what a Republic is, but like it's, (laughs) it's yeah, it's not democracy. And I get that this was, is always how it's been. Like if we were going to complain about that, we could complain about it during Obama. Yeah. But it's just, it's so unfair. And that's how, that's how everything, the whole game is stacked against the Democrats. Mm-hmm. It, it has been for a long time and mm-hmm. it is now. I mean, this, the whole way this whole thing was positioned was so was, there was no way they could win yeah. because first of all, the investigation couldn't even go on. Then the white house was basically controlling what could be investigated. Yeah. It was a sham. They knew it was a sham from like the second day. I can't believe there was even a point where we were like, oh my God, they're going to investigate. Yeah. How fair. I know. I remember like how devastated I was like last week when it seemed like he was going to be voted through without an FBI investigation. And then it like was like, oh, now there's some hope. And now it's like, okay, it's gone. The F it's the rubber stamp that they put on it to make it look like it was sent legitimately. Yeah. Like it's, they can say it happened. And that is how you get a banana Republic. Um, so you can, so I actually, you guys just told me about this this week. Um, there's not a set number of Supreme court justices that have to be on Supreme court, right? Correct. There's been more, there's been less than nine. So who knows? Maybe, maybe in two years when Donald Trump isn't president anymore, hopefully budget.co slash vote. Yeah. Um, maybe whoever the new president can put like two. Yeah. Honestly, that sounds like a great idea. But I'm afraid like I worry that if like we do that, then like they'll they'll just do it again. Yeah. And then it'll just be this like ratcheting up and then there will gonna, be no- nothing. There's there will nothing be 29 sacred. Supreme Court justices, right? There's nothing sacred. There's already two sexual deviants, alleged sexual deviants again. Yeah. The laws. Um, yeah. There's already two alleged sexual deviants on the Supreme Court. So both of whom are Republicans. <sighs> yeah. We need more Ruth Bader Ginsburg's. Oh, I just watched her like first half of the documentary. Mm-hmm. Last night. It's so good. It is so good. And I, I said this on the podcast the other day. The, her resume compared to Brett Kavanaugh's is fucking infuriating that they're going to have the same job. I know. I mean, that's look, it, that is that is gender in America. Yeah. For the past 
century. It's just that is that is the story of it right there. I think like our generation is different because we are more used to equality like growing up with like Obama was president and so like I'm like more recently it's like I don't know why I've been more flabbergasted at the inequality I'm seeing, especially with older people. And like, then it's, it's always been there. And I don't know why I didn't, wasn't like more aware of it. <laughs> like, yeah, but I, now I'm like, Oh fuck. Wh- where we need more women everywhere. I have a thought. And it's because when we grew up in school, you were, we were like taught equality. Like we were taught that that is how things should be. Yes. Again, we live in like the coast. Like we were yeah. brought up in like pretty liberal temper territory. New Jersey our and te- Long Island. Yeah. Like our, our, te- our educators mm-hmm. were liberal. Mm-hmm. Like they were fundamentally trying to impart that. I don't know that we would have had that same education had we grown up in Mississippi. Yeah. But the other thing is that like, I, I was thinking about this, um, I went to like visit my, I went to go visit my boyfriend's aunt in Princeton, New Jersey. And we want mm-hmm. to go walk around the Princeton campus. I grew and up I, right by Princeton. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. And I was looking up how, like, I don't know, something I guess made me decide to look up like when women were admitted to Princeton. It wasn't until 1969. <laughs> that was like two days ago. Like, <laughs> like that's yeah. crazy. But, but yet I grew up thinking I can be anything I want when I grow uh-huh. up. I mm-hmm. could be a doctor. I could be a lawyer. I could be the president. Yeah. But that's crazy that like I was born 20 years after the first women were admitted yeah. to like the top schools. Yeah. Which that is, is insane. Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was one of five at Harvard. Right. One of five women. Right. I don't think we realize how recent it is that like mm-hmm. women were even like working. Yeah. Being like uh, have able. I said this last time being able to get a credit card without your husband's signature. Like that's insane. Right. <laughs> in in the new Betches book that's coming out. Betches uh, when's happy hour. Apparently women didn't even have ownership over their own children to like the mid 1800s. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, and okay. And now we wonder why it's so hard for men to let go of their power mm-hmm. because they're like, shit, everyone's catching on to how mm-hmm. that it's been unfair this whole time. Mm-hmm. So they're upset. They're mad. Like who could really blame them? Yeah. If you thought that you earned everything that you had and then a bunch of women come around and are yep. like, this isn't fair. You have, you have like screwed up society and it's completely unequal and I'm done being assaulted by you. So yeah. that I can like go through my work day. If that happened and you were used to like getting away with everything, you'd be pretty mad too. Yeah. Like it's like, people also used to like take cocaine for cough med as like cough medicine back yeah. then too. <laughs> right. So it's like people right. were just crazy. It were, there were no, there were no laws. Right. Why are we <laughs> listening to any of these fucking yeah. people? Right. That's what I, like, that's what I think is like something that's also hitting me too, is that like the, the establishment quote unquote, mm-hmm. it really is like whack. Yeah. It's like <laughs> whack. Yeah. Like these, the way that just like what was acceptable and what these people are used to is just like so far from yeah. what we're used to. It's I mean, really frustrating. Like I, I, it's, I feel like an energized feeling, but also a defeated feeling. I'm, I'm trying to like get those to coincide and I feel like maybe I'll be like, it's okay. I'll, I feel like it's like, okay to feel defeated like for one day. Or right. for half a day. And then it's like, okay, let's get back on the ground. Right. I mean, there's a ton of protests. Yeah, right there now. There haven't been mm-hmm. as many protests in the, like, ever as I feel like there have been in the past two yeah. years. Well, and I mean, the Women's March was the biggest gathering ever. Well, biggest not as protest. big as Trump's inauguration. <laughs> oh, true. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they did, they, I mean, after this, it's not like it's over. I feel like the Women's March is going to be even bigger next year. 
Right. I mean, it, we have to see how things go, but I mean, also, I think it's great that we do it in January when it's cold so we can really be like, fuck you. We're doing it anyways. Right. You get heated up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, Emrata and Amy Schumer were arrested for protesting uh-huh. in Washington. And that just makes me love them. Yeah. Because I'm like, thank you. Thank you for doing something. Thank you for using your Instagram following and your voice and the fact that people actually care about you yeah. to not, you're like, you know what everyone says like, Oh, I'm just one person at the protest. Yeah. They're not just one person at the protest. They're no. like, they are so much more than that because it's like people really care about them. Yeah. And there they are spending their like weeks protesting. Yeah. It just makes me really proud. But Trump is claiming, first of all, he's calling the protesters elevator screamers, which oh, is just, I know that something about that boils my blood like more than anything. The rude elevator screamers are paid professionals only looking to make senators look bad. Don't fall for it. Also look at the professionally made identical science paid for by Soros and others. Okay. I don't. Okay, Donald. <laughs> There's so many things wrong. Why with do that? people still bring up George Soros all the time? Like, is he really paying protesters? Is there any proof of that? You didn't ever get your check? <laughs> like, what check. is this conspiracy theory? I don't understand it. Can someone okay. send me something? Like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Can someone? Yeah. Someone send me a link to like, explain this. I just don't understand what is happening. Okay. Here's the thing. If if I were George Soros and I were trying to get a good bang for my buck, yeah, I would not spend it on signs. Yeah. Also, what are lobbyists? Are lobbyists not paid protesters? They, like, oh, you know what I mean? Highly paid protesters. Exactly. Like it's just like uh, uh, it's like similar pro- thing. It's like what's the difference? A really? Lo- a lobbyist is what? one is meaning behind closed doors and one isn't. Um, a lobbyist is what it's called when you're an older white man. Yeah, that's that you get called to be and, you're a lobbyist and, and instead you use protester. money. Like, why are we okay? Like, I feel like we should we should. I feel like that analogy wasn't correct. But what I'm trying to say is like, I kind of see you it. know what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if lobby if it's okay to lobby politicians, but not okay to protest to them, your views, it is okay to protest Donald Trump's psycho. Yeah, but like, it's just like, it's just like, it's just seems like shocking it's hypocritical it, it is hypocritical but this is a man who literally does not understand what like the fundamentals yeah. of america are and that protest is is our country we would not have yeah. a country if we didn't have protesters yeah literally americans are fundamentally protesters yeah. at our hearts yeah. because that is how we got to be america and yeah. not we still we, under the monarchy. We marched with signs against King George, you know. Right. <laughs> Heavily. I wonder, I who, who paid for those signs? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine King George being like George Washington paid for those signs. <laughs> He's paying everyone in apple seeds. Yeah, it's like his like whoever like the the monarch is like in like France at the time, like King Louis was like paying for them. Um, <laughs> Marie Antoinette Marie, yeah. sending bribing um, them a cake. So. But we also talked about in the last episode is how this Kavanaugh thing has like energized the Republican base. Yeah. Um, I think that now that he's being confirmed, I, I think that'll fizzle. I don't know. They get angry and they're not as like, I don't know. Liberals are a little bit more peaceful. It's because we smoke more weed. It's the, that is the reason. <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons. That is one of the reasons. But I think it's just and actually this is a big topic that I spoke about with the girl from crush the midterms, which mm-hmm. is in the Mo- Monday episode, just like the nature of a liberal of a progressive person is to be sort of more like fluid about things to kind of like 
hear more ideas. Oh, like that's one way to yeah. be liberal. That's another way to be liberal. You can have more of a range of ideas as a liberal. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can promote, you can put up Merrick Garland for a nomination. No conservative would ever do anything like that. Conservatives yeah. are like, stick my feet in the sand and like, yeah. you're not going to take away my gun. Yeah. And like, I did no gays. Like, but you know what? That's, that's the, what they that, do. That is the thing though. We have been able to push the Republican agenda somewhat in terms of like, um, are you saying conservatives have become less conservative? Yes. I think it just takes a lot of effort and time. I don't think they have. I think they've stayed the same. It's just a smaller group of them. And because they're smaller, they feel more threatened. And so they're more angry. They haven't progressed on any issue. I mean, I think that more of them are pro-gay marriage now, right? No, I just think more of them died. And maybe they just don't say it out loud that they're not. I think the same people like, okay, the reason people are gay marriage are anti-gay marriage is because of religious reasons. Yeah. No one's just like, I don't like it. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe, okay. The people who were just like, I don't like it. Those were the liberal people uh-huh. who just, who then they changed their minds. Who were just like a little homophobic. Right. Because they weren't raised because like, being gay was not out in the mainstream. Yeah. They didn't like see it. So, yeah. th- so th- it was like sort of this like natural homophobia just yeah. from like what your culture is like. Those are the people who, whose opinions evolved. Yeah. It's the people. Okay. But the people who are still in this conservative party, they're the reason that they're anti-gay marriage or anti-abortion is for religious reasons. So unless they became not religious, mm-hmm. which I'm sure large numbers of them have not done, they, that's what what really changed their yeah. opinions. I just feel like this is this midterm election is going to be huge. Um, there's the voter turnout. I feel like it's going to be something we haven't seen before. Okay, I that's, hope that's what. Okay, that's what I think is really. I think we need to like hammer home in the last few minutes of this podcast mm-hmm. is that because we are at such a disadvantage in terms of just structurally in this country, we're at a huge disadvantage where the number of votes for. A, a nominate for Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. the number of senators who represent those people is there's fewer people yeah. whose representatives are voting for Kavanaugh. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we said earlier, the system is rigged against the, the Democrats at mm-hmm. this particular time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm sure it's rigged for us, yeah. but right now it's not. And that leaves us with no room for error. Yeah. No room for sitting at home instead of voting. No yeah. room for like some, I don't know, James Comey letter to come out at the oh last second. Not obviously it's not yeah, going to be that, but um, like something like that. Like if like my friend was like, Oh, I'm going to be traveling on election day. And when you fly back from LA, I'm like, well, get an absentee ballot right now. And she's right. like, okay. <laughs> so right. you can, if that, there's no excuse. I know you could be doing, you could be like volunteering in Africa. You should still be voting. I think one of the hardest things is, is getting people to understand why they matter. Yeah. Because we're so used to, and I think that even like the younger generation probably has a stronger handle on this than we do. Mm-hmm. I think we're so used to being like, my vote doesn't, doesn't yeah, it doesn't count. I live in New York. No mm-hmm. one cares what I think. It's already going to be blue. Yeah, but it's not really about that. It's about like the energy and the mobilization and you know what? Like almost like shaming people into into caring. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not be, I'm not past that. Yeah, at this point because it's it's so important and I think that a lot of times we don't realize how important these things are until they're yeah. gone until you're the one who needs an abortion and you can't get one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, so well, go to uh, betches.co yeah. slash vote. Yeah. And just to get you guys excited, mm-hmm. 
the betches sup will be part we'll, okay we can't fully speak about it yet yeah but on election day we're still dotting going, our eyes and crossing our t's exactly signing the contracts we're going to be doing a huge activation mm-hmm. on election day. One yeah. that you can all be part of and yeah. all get involved in. It's going to be in New York city mm-hmm. and we're going to be all around New York city. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different places. Don't be like, Oh, I live far away. Yeah. My office is far away. Nope. We're coming yeah. all around New York city. You will find out how uh-huh. very soon. Very soon. We'll be screaming it from the rooftops. When I found out Literally. it was <laughs> when we, we, when we found, when I found out it was officially happening, I like whooped and wall, like hollered. I know. I, <laughs> I know, it was so exciting. I was very excited. You guys, you guys are going to freak out. So just just wait for the announcement. We'll let you know as soon as we can. Yes. And um, yeah, yeah, this has been this episode. I want to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just like a really fun, light note, lighthearted thing that happened. But I feel like a sort of a metaphor for everything that's happening today. Yeah. Um, Banksy as you guys, you might know, like he's, he's like the famous artist slash graffiti guy who did like all those crazy yeah. Look yeah, him up know, on you know, you know who Banksy is, right? Or if you don't just like look it up, you'll, you'll know. Okay. So one of his um, most famous paintings was sold at auction mm-hmm. like earlier today at Sotheby's. And as soon as it was sold, the painting shredded itself. Yeah. So like on the spot. So it was like it, he, he sold it for $1.4 million and the frame had like this shredder at the bottom of it, it was like installed in a certain way in the second. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. it got sold. It just shred he, itself. He installed it. Did you see the picture that Banksy posted of the people looking at it starting like when it was like halfway through like their oh, faces, no. they're all like, Oh <gasps> yeah. Like, Oh my God. What? Okay. But the best part, and this is the part that's a metaphor for mm-hmm. our, our country and everything. It doubled in value once it was shredded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would still want it when it was shredded. I'd be like, this is fucking cool. I know it's cool, but like, it's just, it is. Yeah. It, it just, it's, it's a metaphor. It just is like, <laughs> like the thing that is no longer a thing is now allegedly twice, twice as valuable. Yeah. It sounds like how Trump sold most of his hotels. Yeah. So maybe that's the point Banksy was making. I don't know. Uh, let's get, let's, it's okay to despair. Yes, but then get active. And if anyone has any um, insight on why George Soros is so evil, <laughs> please DM me. Yeah, <laughs> let let us know. Yeah, um, yeah. So I guess until the end of democracy, I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith, and this has been the Betches Sup Podcast. Bye. Fuck us all. <laughs> Betches.